Welcome to My Hero Notebook, the My Hero Academia discussion podcast where we, like young Midoriya, take notes. I'm Maddie and this is my co-host. It's Connor. Still Connor. Today we are discussing episode 9 of My Hero Academia. Yeah, just do your best, Ida. Probably. <laughs> I think there's a lot of ways to like, yeah, this is your best, Ida. But I can no, know it's an got an exclamation point. Yeah! <laughs> Clearly, everyone's excited for Ida. Uh, I don't have any weird stuff to discuss this week, so let's just jump right in. Oh, I mean, it's not. Don't we? This whole anime is weird. So, it's there's no cold open. That's weird. Yeah, just like we're not having a cold open. We're jumping into the episode. <laughs> no, that's what a cold open is. I know. I know. It's a joke. All right. So, first of all, so they have the reporters outside of the school and they're trying to get stuff about all my. I don't understand why they're not eating up Ida's answers. Oh my gosh. So, like, I, do, I do love that though. It's for comedy, I think. Right. But, like, he's speaking clearly. He's very well spoken. He's stopping to interact with them. It's directly a student of All Might. Like, it's checking all the boxes. I think for two reasons. One. He, it almost sounds like he's reciting a pamphlet for the school. I guess. Like, I think they're looking for juicy scoops. Sure. I, and I, he's only going to say nice things about all my, yeah, his and, admired hero. And he's also obviously never going to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I I, no, because he would never be late to school, Connor. So, of course, he would stop talking that's, at some point. That's a very good point. Yeah, uh, that's a very very good point <laughs> um other than that just some dialogue like i really like the the one reporter who talks to eyes on she's like also you look like a mess what's your deal that's a mood and then one of the other reporters is like he's a bit scruffy for a hero <laughs> he's a bit scruffy for a teacher as well i believe <laughs> um Oh, and then Aizawa, they're walking into the school, and Aizawa says, how does All Might get any work done with his media circus stepping on his cape? Yeah. Um, which is a kind of a callback to the fact that uh, they talk about how Aizawa likes to work at night so yeah, that there's not the media spotlight. people out of exactly. the spotlight. And he, and he really judges All Might for well, being friendlier to the media. I will say, uh, this one, it, this felt slightly less judgy than I would have expected because it, it, it almost felt kind of commiserating like it's like i now have to be in the situation because i'm a th- like, that's not commiserating though if anything i'm sure i was always mad that he has to deal he has to deal with it now because of his connection to all might but uh i do think that um he's not judging all Might as much as he is hating the media haranguing right i, I just mean that like i expect nothing but pure vitriol from aizawa at this point oh. and just the, <laughs> the way that it came off someone was like man this seems like such a bother. I don't know how he deals with oh, it. Oh, yeah, I understand. As opposed that. to, like, geez, All Might's an insane person. Oh, and yeah. It sucks because he enjoys it. Like, it was right, his slightly mental, more. Right, his like, mental sympathetic. monologue is definitely not, wow, I can't believe All Might brought this upon our school. Yes, it's very much what I the media is terrible. Almost. So, yeah, yeah that, that is an interesting dynamic that maybe, all, maybe Aizawa doesn't just straight dislike All Might. He dislikes the media, and because All Might is friendlier to the media, he dislikes that aspect of him i guess yeah um and and sort of another thing too here uh like and the lady tries to get into the school um and like gets locked out and stuff and then like jumping forward a little bit there's there's a part where they have gotten into the school Mm -hmm. um and like president mike's like they're technically villain because they're trespassing we want to just beat them up (laughs) 
And just one thing I was sort of surprised by uh, is that is like how the, this portrayal of the media is very negative. For sure. Um, and I'm just taken aback by this from a personal standpoint because if you remember, if we're looking at Superman as like the the you know the paragon of Western comics as sure. the superhero, yeah, I would agree. His alter ego is a reporter right right there, there was like a kind of inherent respect within superman's character for the media um for like good honest journalism or whatever and okay. so maybe in some way these are very tabloidy people yeah that's what it feels like to me it feels much more like paparazzi yeah. but this is the first real thing we've seen of the press and it's just negative yeah and i think that just does that does color it and in particular they seem um ineffectual and kind of doofy like the lady like, <laughs> like what do you mean i can't go in like I'm, that, they, i've never heard like that she seems stupid right like maybe it's her first day yeah. as a reporter doesn't um, know about the school's security system yeah so like that portrayal i think uh, just takes me back a little bit because of how it feels very negative um and i, and I wonder if that's just more of a cultural thing maybe you know blah 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 current times maybe just sort of the the idea of the media in japan is maybe not too not like, seen positive as positive yeah. yeah i mean i think that it in just, america we very... don't have a very positive perception of journalism well, I, i'm trying to try like current times blah blah blah, whatever don't want to get political oh okay um but yeah just it, it it struck me just given the dna of this show being like looking at Western comics and Superman in particular yeah. being such an inspiration, the fact that it has this negative media idea. Well, on the flip side, it should be said, I would say the other most uh, famous Western comic book character is almost certainly Spider-Man who has an incredibly antagonistic relationship with the media. Right. Like bring me pictures of Spider-Man. I, yeah. Like, I don't know anything about Spider-Man, but I have seen that one guy. Yeah. So I'm not saying that like Western comics in particular have like a positive view of the media. Right. Means. Just that specifically because this is referencing Superman so often with the character of All Might. Right. That's why I was kind of surprised by this negative I, portrayal. What I, I would see as a negative portrayal. Yeah. I kind of think that, um, I mean, you're absolutely right, but I, I think that this makes Aizawa a little bit more sympathetic in terms mm-hmm. of his antagonistic view of the media because they are so presented tabloidy. here. Yeah, they're tabloidy. Yeah. They're disrupting. Like he says, you are preventing my students from getting to school or whatever. Um, but we also, we have seen often because of All Might's positive relationship with them, um, that there are there's two sides to the issue if you will like all might definitely because his name is so big and news coverage of him is so widespread like they were talking about how his fame basically discourages crime yeah so like there's uh, there's there a sort sure of dissemination a positive, positive yeah for all. right yeah so yeah. i kind of think that this is yes it's kind of odd to see them portrayed in such a negative light but it's also a good foil to how they're sort of um, like, this is obviously the only time that they're visible. Yeah. um, And it's a negative appearance, but they're sort of treated up to this point as a net positive because of all might's influence. It's a good point. I I didn't actually connect that, but there is a sort of necessary logical jump you have to make where if, he is so popular and that it's discouraging people. It must be media boosting that, that message, that signal um, that he is so positive and out there. That's a good point. I like that. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank All you. right. I'm back. I'm back. Um, but this whole, th- if you don't have anything more to say on this, this whole thing ends with Mr. Spooky hands. Yes. Yeah, Although he doesn't have his hands. Where are his hands? <laughs> and what just, does he say? What do they say about he, they use uh, the word hands? Like, 
Uh, I don't remember. They make some joke about. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's almost not even like Deku has a, like Deku has a lot of uh, overarching narrative in this episode. He has at the beginning a little bit with Mister Spooky Hands when Mister Spooky Hands shows up, um, and then at the end when Mister Spooky Hands shows up, he just likes talking about over Mister Spooky Hands showing. Uh, yeah, up. I guess so. Um, but yeah, like he has like something like oh, th- then the villains are going to play their hand, and it's like oh the, yeah, it's something like, the, like that. The back That's shot funny. of Mister Spooky Hands. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but then it cuts. Nice yeah, they're, and so they're inside the school now, and Aizawa's actually praising the students, and yeah. he's like giving them. He says they did a decent job, but then he like goes on to say some nicer things, like I reviewed your film, and he gives constructive feedback. Like this, I'm starting to come around on Aizawa uh-huh. at this moment. Yeah, he, he even did a nice little. Uh, it was a reverse sandwich for Deku, but he's like, you screwed <laughs> yeah. up, but you've got a lot of potential, so get it together. Yeah, but like it's, right, it's uh, tough love for sure, there. but like just the fact that he's he does the same thing for Bakugo. Like, you know that he is committed to the job because he spent time outside of class reviewing the film so that he yeah. could give the feedback I d- I did to like the that. Students. I caught that as well. It yeah. was very nice to hear. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> while, he's, while he's been scruffy. Yeah, um, he doesn't give uh, effort to his appearance, but he gives effort, effort to, to his, his students. students. Yeah, there you go. Look at this. <laughs> look, at, look at how nice. Um, so then they start talking yeah. about the class Although, rep. I should say real quick before we get off of this. Like you, all he's saying though is just Deku get it together, Midoriya get it together, and it's like, oh tell yeah, him how? yeah, no, you're right there Good for sure. Like, but at the again, same time, it's only been a few days. It's only been a few days, but you also have to remember that Aizawa does not have right, the perspective right, that right. Midoriya has not had. Yeah, his he's had all 15 his life. years to get it together, as far as Aizawa is concerned. Uh, right, and so yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not only that, but Aizawa not having a full understanding of what everyone's powers are, maybe doesn't know how to tell uh, Midoriya to get right, it together right. at this moment. He's seen the quirk test and now he's seen the footage of him fighting Bakugo in the building, but he doesn't have anything else to go on from a actual yeah. advising him standpoint. Fair enough. Very, very fair enough. So yeah, they go to vote for the class rep and uh, normally it's just like the overachiever type students that yeah. want to be the class rep. And so they actually go into how it's different for hero course students because you get recognized at you know this leadership for role for rep. um like when it comes time to be recruited for hero agencies. I, I, d- I do like this though because um, it does sort of speak to kind of this idea. Like they these are all overachievers we, we touched on right. this last episode that these like you know bakugo feels now he realizes he's uh just another big fish in a pond full of big fish right sort of and ev- like every single person's like i want to be the class rep um <laughs> and and I, I do like that idea because it's again like yes the deku does give some little bit of extra narration that like you know you get more noticed by hero agencies and stuff mm-hmm. like that but that's the same as if you're going to like a really like you know super good like prep school for high school like everyone out there want, w- wants their resume to look cool for college you yeah know? and even like i'm imagining when i was in high school even though i went to a public school there was definitely like a a tier of achievement type students that knew they were going to go to college and wanted to do everything we could to yeah. make our resumes and look good so it makes sense that this is a like cold all of those students that would want to that would be gung-ho right. about it are at this school yeah yes because that's who they're that's yeah. who they're picking not surprising at yeah. all um but so you know who i didn't see raise their hand this is such a mean joke the invisible girl oh my gosh you didn't see her raise her hand i, I got make it. that joke oh my gosh so many times. Um, speaking of not seeing her raise her hand uh i actually saw this is kind of outside of what happens in the episode but i saw there was like an official word that uh somebody asked what would happen if aizawa used his power on invisible girl uh-huh. and and the answer is it wouldn't work because he can't see her. Okay. That's a, <laughs> we, we, we've talked about this offline before. Uh, so this is not coming out of nowhere. 
Uh, but I really like this. Yeah, like how the limitation to his yeah. ability is that he has to be able to see you, but it's like in a very real, like she's invisible, so he can't see her, so the power wouldn't work. And so, the, and and it does, it does sort of imply that there might be a version of Aizawa's power where it's like if you if someone touches you, you lose their power oh, that yeah. would work on her. Yeah, and I like that. It's just like no, no, no. There's a specific like it's logical he his thing is based on sight right and it doesn't work if he cannot see them yeah they Great. call him aizawa oh, <laughs> that doesn't work i know that i know doesn't work met met is i believe the term for eye okay sure um anyway so ida uh showing the first flag for the fact that he's going to be the class rep by no excuse you the first flag was his names in the episode title okay yes that's the first flag and then the second flag is the fact that he's an overachiever when he's talking to the reporters it, so this is really the third yeah, this flag. is the third flag where he um, tells everyone to shut up yeah he like is able to get everyone's attention when they're all sort of calling foreshadowing for, for, for 10 minutes from now yeah. as well um and he decides to make everybody vote on it. And Isawa says, do whatever you want. Just decide before my he nap's over. And then he's, he's like zipping up the <laughs> sleeping bag and just topples over. I, I love it. He's just been really great comedic relief. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's delightful. <laughs> So, uh, so they, so they, 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 they do vote, the vote. And everyone votes for themselves. Which I... Not everyone votes for themselves. Pretty, almost everybody votes almost for themselves. Almost everyone does, though. Just like... How has how do they not decide you're not allowed to vote for yourself? Yeah, it would be so simple to make that one additional step. Yeah. Like just do that. Yeah, because honestly, like if you have enough integrity to not vote for yourself and give your vote to someone else, like that's that says something about you, right? Yeah. That you're a loser. Ha 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 ha. Like what happens with Ida where he gets yeah. no votes despite the fact that he yeah. gave that impassioned speech. And Ricardo says like, what did you think was going to happen if you didn't vote for yourself? And he's like, you're right. Oh, <laughs> but I can't complain about the system that I yeah. chose. And I do like that Deku wins and I like the class's response. Actually, yeah, it's in particular, like, it's Kirishima who's leading this, and it's it's like immediately like the end of last episode, and then the quick lead into this episode. Mm-hmm. I really like Kirishima. I like Kirishima. He's, he seems really he's, high. Yeah, he's really, like a hype man. Yeah, well, he's he's like really personable. He's like really like nice. He's like just nice. He's yeah, like, he's like yeah. You know what? I've, Deku's pretty great. This sounds great. I'm totally fine right, with this. Like, and Rels is like, yeah, you're right. Deku is pretty great. I'm totally fine with this too. Yeah, like even if you didn't vote for Midoriya, you can see, you know, yeah, he's he'll he'll make a good class rep. Yeah, and and on top of that, the <laughs> flip side is that Bakugo was like which of you idiots voted for him like i, <laughs> I love that yeah because that's like the funny version of this finally yeah. like it, it this is the first time that Bakugo has made fun of deku that i haven't felt like ooh, this is kind of mean because it's like deku has now succeeded so Bakugo for the first time is punching up <laughs> like this is, i mean i guess you're it right literally yeah. is the first Every time. Other time it's just straight bullying yeah but this time he's like why did you elect this nerd to be the class <laughs> rep and he's like it's, you you thought we were gonna vote for you? Yeah, you're like, come, on. come on, you're a jerk. And yeah, he's like, you're like a rageaholic <laughs> over here. Yeah, I, I, I loved that. Uh, it was so funny. I do not <laughs> think it's a good look for Yaoyorozu to complain that she didn't win when somebody else did vote for her, and she's like, I can't believe I didn't win. Like, oh yeah, c- she's get off me your su- high horse. She's giving me such bad vibes. Like, I like. I understand she probably is a good choice because I mean she's a know it all for sure, but like she does know things. And they do to a, be a know it all. They do address the fact that like she'll keep it together because like they say Deck will be good because we like him and he's kind yeah. of inspiring. I guess is what they s- sort of allude to. Yeah. And then, yeah, Rosie will keep everything running smoothly, right. 
so like they recognize that but i'm thinking she's such a like know-it-all that i can't stand personally who can stand her enough to vote for her instead of themselves uh, that's what i want to know maybe we'll find out uh, one day yeah i uh, just am upset yeah, that she's well, upset and, and so then uh i also do like so like it becomes immediately clear because like Mumbaku is screaming like who voted for him <laughs> uh it comes clear that like urak is like i'm just not gonna tell anybody who i voted for so that happened i um, don't know oh shut up she wanted to be the class rep she uh, like come on He's, i don't know ba- she's, Baku goes she's like pretty who voted for deku it. and then she like does the literally the whistling thing she's like well i just won't tell anybody who oh i, voted I didn't for. notice that it's it's a hundred percent she voted for <laughs> like it's not even not even remotely um and and then i just i also like how like deku obviously voted for himself but like is freaked out that he won oh yeah i do like that a lot i was surprised that midoriya did vote for himself because i thought he would be too overwhelmed by the pressure and like not think he was good enough but i understand he's an overachiever and wants to commit well and i you know what you know what i'm i'm sure his thought process was was like i'm gonna vote for myself but i know i'm not gonna get it but i don't want to have zero votes like ida no i don't i don't think it's like that <laughs> well that's the other thing there has to be more than just ida that didn't get any votes because oh just by math oh absolutely. yeah yeah there have to be what at least three people because yeah three people did not momo vote for got themselves. two so one person voted for momo aside from momo and then two people voted for deku aside from deku yeah and so then of course there could be things like people voting for each other yeah unlikely given, unlikely, given, given the set for sure but um, but yeah so so De- deku wins although again as we already alluded to it's very clear this episode is setting up for ida to right the so, class yeah rep. we don't need to dwell too yeah. much on it um the, next, they're not trying to hide it right honestly. next scene uh lunch rushes cafeteria which is an you, amazing yeah. hero name i absolutely love it yeah, he, i wonder he was if he introduced like, what in, like i think episode like five lunch rush i don't remember him yeah. ever being he, he pops in and like deku gets st- like gets like uh starry-eyed oh yeah, yeah i do remember that now i wonder what his power is direct i mean oh, I, I obviously just, it's food related it, but i wonder what it me, is let me tell specific. you we're about to have a deep cut that you're gonna love he does the fighting foodons he <laughs> an, he animates food to fight for him are you just making that up I'm, I'm doing a deep cut for you right now this is a, a i don't totally know what a deep cut is a deep cut is a is a a reference that not many people will will, will understand oh okay yeah no i do understand a fighting food arms reference yes. and i can probably sing the whole song from memory yes. i love no, I, I do not know what his kid. i do not know what his actual power okay. is you were just making that reference yes. and it's okay. entirely possible that there's like a data book um which actually let's let's do like a quick little aside here to talk about i think we'll eventually talk about the data books yeah i haven't read um, them or anything yeah I just... so i ha- i haven't either for the most part i know about them so for for perspective for everybody um the the author has put out these like a couple of what are called data books is very common with anime and manga that just sort of go into information about individual characters like their blood type yeah, and their, their favorite, favorite food. food exactly um and so that'll have things in there about like you know more specifics that might literally never show up in the anime sure um and i think what we'll try to do we'll try to figure out when those were published and only talk about them when they would have been out to a certain episode oh, okay um so we'll, we'll, we'll do that math but yeah that's fine i think we maybe not... mentioned a couple of things out of there but yeah. i don't even remember so, what now yeah so as long as they're not that I, we're, we're trying to be pretty good about not doing plot spoilers right yeah. away but i think we'll you know for the most part make the barest of illusions to maybe stuff in the data books or interviews like we just talked about an interview right yeah eyes out was power not working on invisible girl um 
so we'll, we'll we'll certainly do those but i think for the most part we'll try to keep it to concurrent whenever that information would be available sure. is when we can try to talk okay about yeah it. that sounds yes. fair to me but all that to say i do not know what lunch rush's actual power is <laughs> it might be out there somewhere but yeah uh, fighting food all right uh so they talk about how the lunchroom is so big because the hero course support course and management courses all yeah. share the same lunchroom so interesting here interesting. we have uh it's not just hero course students that are at this school yeah, so you, you've got your batman you've got your robin and you've got your Alfred. Okay. Because the Alfred's the management. Well, I got the impression Robin's that... Robin's the sidekick support. And heroes are Batman. I don't this, this, have any reason to believe... This literally breaks down. It's not actually a, a I, good analogy. I don't have any reason to believe the support students are sidekicks? going to be sidekicks oh, no. because again neither do i <laughs> okay because it seems like the heroes it's like you start out as a sidekick and then if you can make a name for uh, yourself you become a hero because yeah, they kind of talk like about agencies when, or whatever yeah during the slime attack i think when the heroes are kind of ta- talking to bakugo afterwards about how uh, much of a fighter he is or whatever the one guy's like hey i want you to be my sidekick yeah, when you're ready yeah, yeah. So, yeah, psych- psychics, I think, are a separate thing. Yeah, so yes, we don't know just, anything about like the that. support and management courses other than they are not the hero courses, and yet they are taught here at UA. Yes, so they, mu- they must be important. And the, ma- the, the one I think that I'm most interested in is management, because support, uh, like I said... Uh, I'm joking kind of about being sidekick, but I could see it being more like you know, maybe they're... Like, the people who make... Uh, like the suits or or the one dude's belt or oh, like or, accessories or doing like <laughs> testing on 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 heroes like you know like figuring out how oh, quirks like actually work type yeah stuff huh like you know like because you yeah because ma- you're not the one out there like fighting on the front lines or anything but you still yeah because maybe like hi- support hydrodynamics would be super useful to know but it'd be better if someone was spending all their time and had a like a doctorate in hydrodynamics could help teach a water power person who has spent their time practicing their quirk like they should like maybe that's what a support person does i don't know um, oh like a consultant yeah almost perhaps huh maybe um, um management yeah, I, the only but management, thing I, can, I don't know what management could be the only thing i can think of for management is um very briefly briefly after this Ida talks about how his family has a um hero agency so maybe like they have some sort of like managers like celebrities do you hmm. know oh yeah so maybe like if if you're running a fr- like maybe you're more of the cfo to someone's c i don't know or you're like a business-minded person who wants to Is go like managing into, the finances yeah the finances are like uh, the the image of like almost mar- maybe not heroes. management as so much as marketing yeah i i guess i don't yeah, know I, it's the it, one that i think we is don't have obvious. anything to go on other than the names no. so maybe but it's we interesting shouldn't speculate it, it's too nice much. to know but it, it also it 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 answers one of my questions because if there are only two classes that oh, got right. in why is the school why so is big? school big so like maybe there are just like like the hero course is small and these other courses are much bigger oh yeah that could be and yeah. then of course there's three years of school like yeah. there is at a traditional so japanese high it school now it now makes slightly more sense to me why this is such a large school and also retroactively makes that number about only like like however many like what was it like one in 300 kids get into the hero course yeah the actual acceptance rate for um this place as a whole is probably much higher than the like 0.03 yeah. percent that uh, midoriya said it was 
So I, I wonder if they have like a different exam to like, does the hero oh, exam point. only apply to heroes or is it like, okay, you didn't make it into the hero course, but we've accepted you into the support course. Like I think college admissions work similarly in the U S like you can apply for a certain program, but if you don't right, do well for enough like on liberal that, arts the liberal arts one or the man or the business one or something, and you can get into the other ones. Right. Yeah. So yeah, good. Yeah. So I I like I like that it's answering some of my retroactive questions. Retroactive of my original questions. <laughs> right. But definitely sparking some new ones. So they go, they're sitting at the lunch table. Um, Ida reveals that he voted for Midoriya because although he wanted to win, he feels that Midoriya has the right leadership qualities yes. for the role. Which is interesting. I I, I think unfortunately we, we've like sort of delved into these in such a way and we've been going back over these over a long enough period of time. I don't know that I buy this yet. Um, because what has been, uh, Ida's impression of Deku such that he has that? The only well, evidence he, he gives say, is that Midoriya figured out the secret meaning of the, the test or whatever. Yeah, I guess. And like, we know, and Deku, I think was about to tell Ida that he actually didn't right, figure it right, out. Right, right. But Ida still doesn't know that because yeah. every time Midoriya tries to tell him, he gets cut off. But uh, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe it's just a, I guess it fi- maybe it fits Edith's character in a certain way. He's very earnest and very honest, very True. straightforward. So he's like, oh, I, ha- I have like, I this is my first impression of him was wrong. And I am correcting that. And he is actually an intelligent person or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but but I also just, think he has very little interaction with Deku as a person. Yeah. But I also think like he doesn't really have anything to go on for any of the other students because um, oh, as, as Sue kind of says later in the episode, they've only known each other for a couple of days. And in addition to that, Ida also would have been there in the evening the day before or however long ago before um, when uh, Midoriya comes back from the clinic and everybody kind of greets him at the door. Almost everybody greets him at the door and is like, oh, hey, we were hoping that you would join us, all this stuff. And, you know, I... I think I think you've you've already turned me around on it too because thinking about it, the class's impression of Midoriya has been like basically this dude's willing to go all out. Yeah, like he's willing to break his both of his both of his legs and one of his arms. Yeah, he's willing to break his finger. Doesn't even care. Yeah, he, he tried he, so hard. He convinced yeah. Aizawa that he deserved a spot to stay in the class. He's willing to break his break his arm to be, and he beat Bakugo, who everyone yeah, recognized stood had, up an, to had, Bakugo. All, had like the best quirk ever. Right, and they're like, okay, if that's your like in in the course of basically like three in encounters with this dude he just goes hard yeah he's and, made a huge impression so i think that's a good point yeah i think i think it's maybe not I mean, even compare, that crazy compared to like kaminari what has kaminari done sparkle a little bit with his hands he's <laughs> yeah not sp- as much as the other kid that sparkles like <laughs> gosh i love static shock we're not gonna do that we're not gonna get we're into, not gonna devolve into this is not gonna become shock. a static shock podcast god if only Maybe when we finish. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so uh, Ida is rich and his family of pro heroes has their own agency. Mm-hmm. Um, his older brother, Ingenium, who has 65 sidekicks yes. and uh, honors the hero code. Yeah. And I, I, I just I love um, uh, Deku and Uraraka's face faces when they're like i secretly thought that you're rich and then he just like i didn't want to say it because everyone treat me different and they like slowly come in from <laughs> off screen with like massive eyes like stare <laughs> which is like a, a pretty recurrent um comedic thing in anime it's good the the phonetic is g oh okay yeah you'll you'll see that a lot but it's 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 it's, it's i love it it's just <laughs> so funny but uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that. And I think they've got like a really like weirdly cool, like 
almost 2000s looking logo yeah like it's, like really it's a nice aesthetic and, and i liked how there it was there were like a bunch of different looking uh armor dudes yeah but they it. were all still cohesive yeah which was cool so it was it was cool it was a whole cool situation yeah and I it was really it. sweet that it's his older brother and he idolizes him yeah. and deku even draws the parallel between himself and all night and uh how ida views his older brother which mm-hmm. was sweet yeah, it was cool I, I, it was a cute little scene uh, i also noticed during the scene that uraraka calls him by his first name yes Tenya. i noticed that too and i wonder if that's a, a translation quirk or because that's very very familiar right and they've only known each other for a couple of days yeah. although she's already calling deku by a nickname too yes, so maybe Maybe she's that's, just like that's a, a different like nicknames are their own thing okay they're not necessarily as close yeah especially for something like deku where she just heard someone else calling him that oh yeah she didn't she give him that, that nickname. was his name yeah um so yeah i, I thought that was interesting i would almost want to we should have almost listened to it back in japanese to see if she maybe oh, just yeah. calls him a slightly more familiar yeah like maybe her mouth movement movement in the animation they Tenya felt like was better for Tanya. yeah but uh, that is nice but I, I think i'm i'm pretty immediately buying that these folks are friends and i like that yeah yeah, yeah it seems like a very stre- seamless uh transition yeah. but it's time for all hell to break loose <laughs> yeah so the alarm goes off um someone has gotten past the security barrier introduced in the same episode who could have thought that the uh, security barrier would come back in a few minutes later yeah so they go outside and present mike uh is out there with aizawa and he leans in as you mentioned earlier and he's like well they're trespassing so they're technically criminals can we just beat them up and aizawa is the voice of reason and says no we shouldn't do that which is like interesting to me because of how much we've seen that aizawa hates the media and he's like no we can't beat them up yeah present mike okay i don't know i, li- I liked it though because like present mike has been over the top this entire time yes. so it's still in character for him and it it's it's kind of interesting to see aizawa play like a straight man to him yeah in a weird because way. aizawa's been the comedic relief like like a weird comedic yeah relief, with his he, sleeping bags and stuff. now he's playing straight man to someone else so, yeah yeah it's it's <laughs> it's it was it was a, it was an interesting little dynamic yeah um but it it, it does um he i, I was like pick me apart on this right okay so this happens after Ida like looks outside because like all the students freak out yeah, and they start gets, running like, for the exit against the glass and he's the like where are all the teachers and he sees these two outside that's, talking to that's the press. fair he only sees two of them am i supposed to just believe that because like oh the teachers must be dealing with the press and i'm supposed to be like not worried that there aren't teachers here dealing with this well the my, one kid says it's the first time it's ever happened in three years yeah, of being a student my there. thought is that uh for whatever reason if they were the closest or if they were sent delegated Aizawa and present mike were sent to speak to the press potentially because they knew like whoever's in charge knew that they were the two least friendly to the press or whatever mm-hmm. um my thought is the other teachers are oh, probably patrolling the border you know and looking for an actual threat you, you got you, you you got it i think right away because we see at the end of this whole thing the principal with a bunch of the other people we've seen right, as recover girls before there too. are all at the door that's been broken down. right and they're discussing they were like yeah. a villain definitely broke down this door but did they do it just to let the press in or are, are they, they sending, sending a, message? a message did they come in and we didn't find them like yeah. is this a message of war there's so many so options that's, so that, that that's that's a good point then and i i think that um then it makes me take the statement that that kid made that this hasn't happened in three years since mm-hmm. i've been here um teachers probably aren't prepared to deal with this either that's a fair point if they don't like have drills for this kind of thing then maybe they are a little like like if this hasn't happened at least in the past three years it's 
it's probably just like a whoa what's going on for them right. as well so, so yeah. okay that explains why they also weren't there and prepared to deal with it because the one teacher who we know uh, i guess two of the teachers who we know are like dealing with the press and then the rest are off somewhere else okay makes sense makes sense um but yeah then we get a little bit of wacky shenanigans with yeah they just kind of are like being moved around in the crowd and Ida again is like how do I get the attention of everybody to let them know it's okay uh so he has this idea for um Uraka to make him weightless so that he can jump up above everybody and draw attention to himself and let everybody know that it's okay uh the one thing that I want to point out about this scene is that he jumps up in the air and his he like pulls up his pant leg and his engine legs come out come out and first of all that's disgusting I think it's cool Second of all, uh, I wanted to say that you were right about him looking more ordinary yes, because in the last silhouette. episode, I was kind of thinking about how like, yeah, he can pull his pant legs down, but he still has engines there. And then when I saw that they are retractable, I was like, uh-huh. okay, yeah, if you pull your pant leg down, then you just have regular legs. He looks legs. like a completely re- regular dude with, yeah. uh, with the exception of being oddly tall and very square. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess e- e- even even to that point, y- you wouldn't really see it through the pant legs, but hi- they have shown his like legs right, themselves are... Like- very oddly shaped right but if you were wearing like um loose enough pants pants, it wouldn't it wouldn't show yeah yeah so that that, Um, that was cool to see which does make me think um his costume has like even more extreme exhaust pipes on and i was wondering if it's like an extension of that or i think it's a look because we saw all those other versions that kind of have that yeah um so yeah. yeah that's fair uh so i don't have anything else about that particular scene yeah well it's just it's it's what was what we thought like he does that he yells at everybody like he did earlier in the episode but this is the entire school and then it all works out and yeah and so then they go back to the classroom and uh it's time for midoriya and yaoi rozu to address everyone and pick the other class officers and midoriya says first uh, to i'm it, gonna yeah. what oh let, let, let take let, ida should take over yeah, he says, I relinquish my position to Ida. And like in another show of how much the class likes and respects Midoriya, they're like, oh, Midoriya is suggesting it. Then yes, yeah. I agree Although, with him. Again, it should be said, Kirishima is the one that says that. Kirishima is the, the one that the, says that. The ultimate like, hey. The hype man, I the like, wingman. I like dudes, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, I, uh, I, really, I really like and him. And everyone's like, yeah, you're right. If, if, if Deku vouches for him or Midoriya vouches for him, they say, um, then well, I'm on board. Yeah, everyone's okay with except it except Yao Yorozu. no chill Momo who, is re- <laughs> like, really getting on my last than nerve. Him. Yeah, come like, on. Although like, now, uh, back to my shit from the previous episode, Ida and Yao Yorozu are now class rep uh, and the vice rep or whatever this? they called that. Why this? Um, and, and the teacher is like, Get you're just wasting with. time. <laughs> uh so oh somebody i think kirishima calls ida emergency exit which yeah. i personally think would be a great hero ida. name for him yeah. uh yeah. and then they have the the teachers outside talking yes, about the villain the bringing into the break-in. school that's pretty scary uh and then they flash to all might who oh because uh aizawa says that they're gonna have rescue training um off-site at just an off-site place and it's going to be oh no not yet they don't talk about that yet because all my thing does happen before that. oh okay yeah, yeah. okay you're right you're uh, right believe so in yourself <laughs> <laughs> uh all night is helping people helping people along saving people school. from a uh a villain that we i think should just not address he reminds me of boo from uh, oh that's Dragon what it Ball. reminds it reminds you of okay cool we're gonna pretend well, that i pink, also thought right? that yes i only like glanced up at him while i was taking notes because it, it's just a brief yeah, scene. Uh-huh. We're not going to address the fact that he's incredibly phallic. I I don't know what you're talking about. Neither do I. 
so we yeah it's just uh oh all mine actually does give a little uh interesting bit of information that um pushing his limits such as during the slime fight has actually shortened the time that he is able to spend in his powered up form which does bring back he's talked about this before though this is not the first exact time um, okay maybe i just didn't remember but But it's it's a distinct confirmation of this right and how we were talking about in the last episode the timing of the afternoon thing and how long the class must have been based on um his time spent in his powered up form but this does show that he's doing this in the mornings right like at least on his way to school even if we helping people on my morning commute even if we assume that he's not helping people on his morning commute the fact that he does use this form to To travel to school at all and i guess he kind of has to because anybody could see him walk into the school gate as his unpowered form right and so Although, like pretty much the moment you leave your apartment you have to be on i guess he no i think he can be off until he gets to school and just like change or like hide in the bushes because well, think about it they didn't know who aizawa <laughs> is they don't have to know every teacher who's going in well that's true but they already know all Might. right but well, it, oh he you're saying if they just form, okay yeah yeah in, in like, they just assume he's some other white teacher t-shirt that they, like, from before that no one noticed him yeah, yeah so but, that's fair I, but i but i think it, it it it's sort of more his character is such that he can't do that because the second he hears anyone in trouble he's like well, right even though it's a bad idea in the long yeah. run i've got to save people i mean it's certainly sympathetic for sure yeah although it, it it to a certain point i almost don't buy it just because it's like really there's that there's that many on your commute <laughs> yeah, on and the your commute, commute there's in the that town that wrong. people know all might is there all of these people are doing crimes yeah and there's like already heroes on the scene back to back yeah chill out but uh, e- either and way then, yeah they sh- they also show a little flashback where uh midoriya did finally come clean about telling Bakugo yeah. the secret and all might um he's is gentle about it for sure but does say like the reason you can't tell people is because if villains find out then you're going to become a bigger target yeah which which is fair and, and uh, harkens back to what we were talking about before yeah and it does um, say villains will come and try to take it and i think that that's fair because if like we were talking about how we we currently believe you and i that there has to be an intentionality to pass it on but a villain would not have that same notion necessarily or even if we're talking about in in specific and i think this is where it actually super applies D- deck currently has the power doesn't have full control over the power could maybe take out four people before like being out of commission because he's broken. No, absolutely. Yeah, he's not at full strength. If they, I mean, I think that in specific Deku's character would probably never give in for the sake of plot. But if villains torture a 15-year-old boy until he uh, like intentionally gives them the power, that's not that crazy of a thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So I I think in this, in this exact scenario, All Might, even if, even if we actually get proven wrong that there needs to be intention behind it, he still has very good reason to be concerned about like, listen, if someone comes in or even if just that, if there's a villain who can control your mind. If, oh yeah. If there's a mind control villain yeah. that just says, Give me your power. Yeah. Game's that's over. A really good point. So it is pretty important that nobody knows about yeah. it. And I feel like this is an additional reason that they did not really go into when All Might was explaining his reasoning to Recovery Girl. I feel like this is an yeah, this different is, this issue. is a much more functional reason. And why I I think that hiding the nature of your power is a really good idea. Like just getting that edge and why I, like, you know, being not as public. Um, like Aizawa making people not knowing who he is as much yeah. is actually a really good move. Yeah. Really smart. 
Uh, but yes, uh, all that to say, uh, Deku does get called out. All Might does not call him out as much as we, you and I did for last sure. episode and for yeah, being a it's, dum-dum. It's because uh, All Might recognizes him as a 15-year-old emotional yeah, boy. And we, we kind don't. of were holding him to a higher standard, which maybe is unfair of us. No, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then uh, it goes back to Aizawa telling the kids that they're going to do rescue training at an off-campus facility, and three teachers will be overseeing them himself, All Might, and, and another, one additional faculty yeah. member, which I we won't, I don't want to talk about this necessarily, but I did find it a little weird that he didn't say what other teacher was going to be helping them. Maybe he wanted it's, I think 13 it's for the, to introduce himself. Yeah, I think it's for episode flow. Yeah. Basically. Um, but what I want to know is um, some of the kids in the class are kind of quietly musing about whether or not this is because of the break-in that they need three, three supervisors. Yeah. Um, how do you think that's true? Do you think that it's for security purposes or whatever? Or do you think that it could just be like they want to do some more personal training with the kids and so they're going to have at, at three this point, teachers? At this point, I don't, I don't think we know enough about the teachers yet because I, I could absolutely seeing that being reasonable, a totally reasonable response. Um, especially given what happens at the end of the episode. Well, yeah. And that's the other thing. Um, Aizawa, like, I, I don't remember if it's before or after the villains appear, but Aizawa um, says in his mind, All Might's not here yet. Well, we should be fine with just the two of us. So I wonder if they are kind of anticipating that something could happen, especially now that they're offsite and not under the protection of the, while fallible, as we've seen in this episode, still present security system. Yeah. Um, yeah I, again, I just think we don't know the characters of like the principal or the rest of the teachers or whoever might be courting this kind yeah. of thing well enough to say uh given the proximity and the fact that characters in the show call it out specifically i would lean towards yes i would lean towards there being three people like i think that from a functional standpoint they only really need their homeroom teacher there aizawa because yeah. he's the homeroom teacher and then what will eventually be the rescue hero yeah that makes sense yeah, so because like, they don't need all might to do the training described. right but surely they would need at, at minimum aizawa to be on the bus with them on yes. the way to oh, the training for sure. facility so i do think the third is the babysitter an extra yeah okay i can buy that yeah uh so suyu mentions uh that she's glad to have a chance to show off how good she is in water, in water which i think is a good point like some of the hero some of the kids that we've seen haven't had something that's like perfectly suited to them yet and maybe they'll be more powerful in a different situation mm -hmm. yeah so oh that actually reminds me of something that i didn't write down but um i wonder if the battle sites were different in any way like we saw oh, that's a good point we saw bakugo and Midoriya were both in similar battle cities, although we know that they were at different you ones. Know what? But Th that makes me think that they're the same, just because because we saw two and they were both yeah, the same. Yeah, and, and we saw that um, people were across different. Like they're grading everybody. Like, yeah. ma maybe maybe like it's not the exact same cookie cutter buildings or whatnot. Okay, but I think that they just for an even playing field, they should all be the same okay. sort of urban environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we hop we hop onto the bus hop like a frog yeah, onto which, the bus and i once again i i love this bus scene i find it so adorable like just the it seeing the interactions between oh the yeah students they're so good so and, and it's a bunch of interactions between new sets of students yeah again. like uraraka interacts with momo yeah they're sitting together on the bus yeah, uh, uh, uh freaking kaminari gives gives new crap to bakugo <laughs> which is hilarious yeah, and sue fact, even gives crap to bakugo yeah, which and is great. like oh my gosh people are picking on bakugo this is so weird yeah, which which again I, I i really like this because it it like so quickly undoes the cliche like bakugo was the cliche 
mean bad boy who is good at everything that everyone liked and everyone spoiled yeah and the second he is in a situation where other people are on a similar power level they do not take his crap at all yeah and the, when they have incredibly earnest incredibly hard-working very nice midoriya there as well who is also like breaking arms and doing cool stuff they're like yeah that kid's cool i want to <laughs> i want to talk to that yeah kid. and and midoriya is like what life is life is different <laughs> yeah he doesn't know how to handle it I, I i just i love it so much uh so sue picks up on midoriya's similarity to all my and before midoriya can like panic and say something stupid ultimate Kirishima, unintentional bro coming yeah, in again yeah kiyoshi was like no it's different because uh all Might doesn't hurt himself you know <laughs> uh so he's like that's true yeah and they, they actually do have a cool little quick co- uh, conversation that um midoriya's quirk is technically an augmentation quirk is what kirishimi yeah that's how he perceives it anyway where which is interesting because i think that um it's a bit of a misnomer for kirishima to make that distinction because kirishima i think also has description wise an augmentation quirk yeah i would describe it that way he says that his quirk is hardening and that it's not very flashy because it's not super noticeable when he does it so maybe when he he says augmentation he just means like super strength in this case oh like specifically strength strength augmentation augmentation. yeah Yeah. that could be which is flashier which i understand what he means by that yeah but is is hardening your body not also strength augmentation well we don't need to get maybe maybe from a functional standpoint but it's not like like maybe he could it doesn't help him lift up a car but yeah. it might help him knock down a harder. building or something yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah if he's a wrecking ball then that's yeah yeah um, and then they talk about how angry bakugo is gosh which is again <laughs> i love it and even you can cut you can see jiro sitting behind him in the seat you're like oh my gosh this idiot yeah great great face uh, uh so that it's it's just a fun it, yeah a fun everything about scene. it is very again cute. i i i i really like how quickly i buy this being a class of students who like kind of like each other yeah and in fact that's what makes it a little bit hard to believe for me because i feel like i was never part of a class of like 20 students where everyone liked or at least spoke to each but other but there's there's still little little kickers in here bakugo right, like is Bakugo's off by himself. To- Toko- jiro's like sitting by herself although still yeah. interacts with the kids Toko- Mo- Mo- by momo herself. gives crap uh, this Moko- is a disgusting and is sitting with Uraraka, but they're not sitting on the sideways seats with the other kids. Yeah, Who the else? Uh, Todoroki by himself doesn't yeah. speak at all. I don't even think I, you see him fully on the bus. He's on the bus, and what I noticed was he didn't have his ice wall fully yeah, up but he dumb. had some ice God, on him so dumb but and then uh, not in the scene but in the previous scene when tokiyami's like oh they're so loud yeah <laughs> like all right. so there it's not the cohesion is not perfectly there but i think what has happened is the the personable social students have immediately come out of the woodwork and are interacting yeah. and just, that feels good it yeah, feels good to see I and agree. i like it so so then they uh, are at the USJ with, uh, with the Neil Armstrong. Yeah, they meet the Space Heroes Neil 13 Armstrong. who specializes oh my God, in I actually, rescue. I actually just got it. Like Apollo 13. Oh no, Connor. Well, I'm happy that you got to come to that. Did, you, are, did you already yeah, get it? Yeah, I knew that right away. I thought 13 was just like an unlucky number and she's no. got like a weird black hole I quirk. mean, I guess that might play into it. And I actually, I almost was going to make a joke for your benefit. This is a deep cut, if you will, um, to House MD. House? <laughs> Isn't there a character called 13 Oh, in yeah. House? Yeah, there is. There is. And they're exactly the same, right? I've only seen like two episodes of House, so I have no idea. Who's exactly? You mean the, the, yeah, the character in House, from House has exactly a black like hole powers? Black, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, identical, hundred <laughs> um, uh, yeah. percent. It's even a girl, isn't it? 
Yes. I mean, assume, we assume 13 is a girl. I'm yeah, pretty sure they call her a girl. I'm, anyway, I'm it doesn't sure. really matter. I'm honestly not sure. Um, uh, so she talks, oh, so she introduces the facility. Uh, it has a shipwreck, a landslide, a fire, a windstorm, etc. Et <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> uh, and she calls it the unforeseen simulation joint, but you can call it USJ. And, and literally all the students are like, ah, it's like Universal Studios Japan. <laughs> right. After they had already said it's like an amusement park yeah. in here. Which uh, like... Again, I just I like the fact that that this show on more than one occasion is just incredibly straightforward with its like, yeah, it just lampshades like, g- the guys, joke. Guys, it's a it's a theme park. It's specifically this theme park. Yeah. We're have a good time. Just <laughs> roll with it. So fun. I, I like it a lot. Very campy. Good time. Uh, uh, so then they talk about or Aizawa. S- Oh, Aizawa says um, All Might's not here and assumes that he took an interview. And 13 says, well, he was actually, uh, you know, caught up doing hero work. And she holds up three fingers to indicate to Aizawa and not to the students, but make it clear it's that like his, it's because his time limit's up. Yeah. Um, and Aizawa says, that's the height of irresponsibility. And I, I'm i like, yes, Aizawa, drag <laughs> <laughs> He, he's, he actually has like a point Might, but like he, ha- yeah, he like, literally has a job which is to help yeah these your students. job is to be a hero teacher right now i understand you probably feel called to the hero job but like there are other heroes to do yeah. this where you you are a teacher now and i'm a little bit sympathetic to all might because like in the past five years he, his he suddenly had a time limit before mm-hmm. he didn't and yeah, then that's specifically in the past couple of months his time limit has gone down yeah so i can understand like you know it's not easy to fix behaviors and change yeah. behaviors so like i'm sympathetic but still it's a very like i'm on aizawa's side it, this dude literally has a job and he <laughs> yeah is, shouldn't be screwing around yeah especially because aizawa takes it yeah. so seriously it's really not surprising that he would be so uh hard-lined mm-hmm. about this uh so then uh 13 gives this nice speech yeah. about how she has a quirk that's like pretty dangerous black hole like sucks things yeah. into but, oblivion but she's a rescue hero yeah so presumably she uses it on debris and stuff to like help people um but it kind of um brings to mind the idea that like some of the quirks like bakugo's explosion quirks could be very dangerous if he decided to be a villain and i think we've talked about that yeah. a little bit before but um and like black hole kind of feels like something that might be hard to transition to being a hero if you if you realize it's devastating like killing power. And what I, what I do like distinctly is that she is specifically again I'm assuming she she uh, a rescue hero. Yeah. So like has gone completely in the opposite direction of yeah I can literally disintegrate people but I have found a way to use my quirk to save people. Right. And it's it's you're right like she's not going out and fighting villains mm-hmm. using her quirk she's rescuing people. Yeah. And uh, and one more thing before we move past 13 I love how uh, hard Uraka is fangirling. Oh yeah. She's that like, was she's like literally cute. like constantly like shaking like nodding her head up and down cuz she's so excited for yeah. 13 to be Which here. I think it's interesting because Uraka I think has another good power to be a rescue hero. Yes, you can levitate that's the debris exactly out of what the way. It, it makes me think that Uraka aspires to be a more rescue-oriented yeah, hero. Yeah, that's really sweet. Cool. But yeah. also kind of, I feel, cliche. Like, of course, your main girl character is going to be like a rescue, more supportive hero. She's per- not going to be like a fighter. Perhaps. Although, although again, I think that they, they are trying to throw that in the face of like, this is a black hole person who could disintegrate uh, humans yeah. and has decided to be helpful instead. Yeah. So, so then... Because sh- again... 
from a functional standpoint, Uraraka still has the strongest court here. <laughs> she can launch any of these people infinitely into the stratosphere. Yeah, okay, yes, she can do that. Okay. I believe that Ida would actually be able to get back to the ground if he could he mu- course, yes. course correct himself to get back and, to Earth. And, and I guess um, Midoriya would be able to uh, break uh, well, a couple of people. Well, assuming that he ran into something in the air, he would be able to probably push well, no, off of the, it the and The force of his punch would oh, be able to, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bakugo could probably also deal with yeah, it with as his well. Explosion. So there are certainly so, people who could deal with it, but still she could infinitely throw people in space, okay <laughs> yeah uh, uh so 13 gives like a little speech mm-hmm. empowering the students and finishes it up with that's what being a hero is all about ensuring the safety of others and she like does a little bow and the students clap for her because it was such a good yeah. little in, in speech fact, uh the the sort of expressions and body moves of 13 are very endearing yeah i, like I agree yeah uh, she's very expressive for someone whose face you can't really see and yes. whose body is it's, totally yeah. obscured by Because there's a lot of a hand and feet work outfit. that they do. Yes. And it's for 13. It's nice. Uh, and without further ado, the villains start oh, yeah. to come in. There's like a big portal that appears and Aizawa seems, to like, Aizawa seems to have like a sixth sense and notices that it's happening because he yeah. kind of goes like, huh so and the, turns the, the lights go out. Like, uh, it, oh, a the really lights are quick. flickering. You're yeah, right. That like, does happen too. The, like electricity goes through the, the light like yeah. along the edges or something. Like something... Right, I don't think wrong. I don't get the sense that the lights go out entirely because it's a domed building. So if the lights were out, you wouldn't be able to see it all. But I, they do flicker. Yeah, so like I think he notices that, and the kids don't. He he catches on immediately. And again, yeah. I do like this. It establishes that Aizawa is a pro. Yeah, Aizawa immediately says the situation. It's like he has eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Like he he's more uh, he's got like a heightened awareness because yeah. he of hero work. I'm and, sure. and also to be fair, he knows what the plan is, and he knows that this is not the plan. Whereas the yeah. kids are like, "What's going on?" Yeah, they might think, "Oh, this is all part of the training or yeah, whatever." So. Um. Also, some of the villas that come in are so gross. I I made a noise when we were watching yes, it when did. there was like a long necked guy that had like spikes or something. Oh, so yeah. awful. So the, uh, and I there mean, are also many more of them than the three that we saw at the bar. Oh yeah, so many. It's that a ton. They wouldn't have even fit in the bar if they were just out of shot. Yeah, like it's 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 a really big little portal, which actually does a quick cool flare of like that shadow dude's face so it's the shadow dude doing that yeah you so that tell. must be his power is yeah. like portal making so it's it's cool and it ends like we, we just ends on like deku going like yo this is dangerous yeah and i saw like cut. this is real these are real villains everybody stay put 13 keep the children safe and yeah. then he like st- looks like he's gonna go in he pulls yeah. down his goggles he's in business mode and uh, i just I, I like how the show has so quickly put into high gear it's gone from like 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 we, yeah, they, end of last episode we've introduced the villain and we are confronting them now yeah and in fact there are technically two confrontations in this episode yeah we, like, when he because he's a mr hands is at the press yeah. thing at the beginning so I, I like that it's like okay like right around the time you might realize wait a minute there's not actually an antagonist the antagonist is here and they're ready to party yeah <laughs> uh and so we see like man it would be great if all night was here yep. which uh you know is a, an annoying cliche yeah because the villains didn't do anything to keep him out of the equation right and they they fully expected him to be there because they they wanted to kill him although like um maybe we'll no you're right because they said before that they want to kill all might right unless this is like phase one of their plan to kill all might or something but like they i feel like that's not well i guess well because that's the other thing they hear several times that all might's not on campus on the day that they break through the security barrier but maybe that's because they're not ready for a full strength confrontation yet and so they just want Mm. to send the message 
So, because, oh, that could be maybe they're like, oh, All Might took a day off, but we want to make sure he's here tomorrow. So we will have the security event so that he'll for sure be on campus tomorrow. Mm, fair like, enough. They wouldn't want to be down one person, especially All Might, if they think there's a potential of another attack. Could be. The last thing I wanted to talk about is Aizawa tells 13 to protect the students, but isn't her quirk better for fighting the villains? Like what's Aizawa going to do? He's going to be able to nullify the people that he can see and like get them with his bandage or his scarf or whatever. But like she has a black hole. Right. But I, I think that while I'm with you to a certain extent, she has AOE. Sorry, she has a she has a large area that she can affect. Well, right, there's right, so but, many villains. Wouldn't that right, be better? But he is one dude who has the ability to punch things and only look in like one direction, and has a tw- oh, twenty so he kids might not to protect. Be better, yeah, she. I think she can better deal with multiple okay. people. Like, like if they're coming at him, he can deal with it. I assume, like in one-on-one fights or whatever, because sure. they don't have powers suddenly, and that could throw okay, people yeah. off. Whereas, I, I think she would be more better able to, from afar, stop people from even getting close to the kids. Right. Yeah. That that does make sense. That's an angle I hadn't considered because what I thought was maybe, maybe like maybe she's so specialized into rescue that she's not good enough at fighting to take on this many people, mm-hmm. or like maybe she has a thing against killing, and her power isn't like leveled enough to just put Deal people out of commission without killing them so she like as a rule doesn't like to fight or something like that but your thing i think is also um probably likely yeah but yeah th- we end on a hard cliffhanger so it'll be yeah, inter- it'll be really fun to talk about next episode. next episode i remember um watching this episode kind of late in the oh, day the first time i saw it well, no, and no spoilers talk about it. no i'm not i, I all, oh do you mean this I, episode yeah this oh, okay episode. i thought you were talking about the next episode. no oh, okay. i i remember watching it kind of late at night and being like oh my gosh i can't wait i have to watch the next episode right now and watching the next episode even though it was kind of late at night because i like i couldn't be left on this cliffhanger oh it's 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 fun but but we'll we will talk about whatever goes on next time yeah sorry listeners you will have to be left on this cliffhanger unless you have let some of our episodes accumulate and now you're listening to them or Or you're just listening for the first time yeah yeah but cool Yeah, so thanks everybody for listening. If you want to interact with us, uh, Connor and Maddie, we are on Twitter at My Hero Notebook. Uh, easy to remember because it's the name of the show. Uh, we would love for people to tell us their feelings on Backdraft. And gosh, please uh, don't. <laughs> I'm done. I, we we went so many episodes without talking about Backdraft. Why'd you do that? <laughs> uh, if you have anything that you want to add or something you want to correct us about or whatever, we would love to uh, use this portion of the show to talk about listener interactions. Once we have some, um, we record these pretty far in advance. Well, so. Not super far in advance, but, we'll but get there. Uh, you know, like we've had this Twitter account since uh, episode one was posted, but. Uh, episode one was recorded before the Twitter account was made. So it's not mentioned in the episode. Well, anyway, we would love to hear from you. Uh, and we love that you are listening to us. So thank you again. Much love. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye friends. <laughs>